This is the OBX Fish Cast. I'm Jody O'Donnell, and today we're going to be talking inshore, offshore, nearshore. You get the idea. Fishing, fishing, fishing. Don't forget about surf fishing as well. From the northern and southern beaches, our guests include Captain Marty Brill, as well as Tony Lombardi. Tony with WalkingAngler.com. He will share a few tips with us on live bait. First things first, we go to Captain Marty. Captain Marty Brill with us right now. Of course, Captain Marty has his fishing reports each weekday, his other side of fishing as well, on Beach 104 and 94.5 WCMS. And the extended edition of the other side of fishing, 6.30 to 8.30 each Saturday on 94.5 WCMS and Beach 104. Marty, the fishing this week, how's it been? Well, the fishing this week has been great. And on many fronts, some of it absolutely spectacular, like the speckled trout fishing, having one of the best seasons we've ever had lately in the last 20 years. Um, back in the Pamlico Sound, all the estuaries over on the western sound around Swan Quarter has been really, really good on the backside of the tri-villages on Hatteras Island and, and down to Avon, back there on those grass flats. Man, you talk about some fun wade fishing out there, but it's been speckled trout are plentiful. Along the beaches, we're seeing um, some good cast and retrieve fishing. If you like doing that kind of stuff with lures, the Spanish mackerel and bluefish have been fairly cooperative, and there's those opportunities, especially um, if you want to give yourself an advantage, get out on one of the local piers and try it that way, get a little bit further offshore. Um, sea mullet and uh, pompano also in those catches along the beaches, so that's good. And then offshore fishing, we had great mahi fishing for the last month straight. Mahi or dolphin, um, the fish is, and these are all gaffer size, 8 to 40 pounds average. <clears throat> really beautiful fish, great fighting fish. Also some real good tuna fishing, yellowfin tuna, and big-eye tunas have been unusually plentiful. These fish are going up to 200 pounds apiece. It's not uncommon to hook three or four at once. Uh, if you're lucky, you win the, the fish lottery. But the sharks have been a little bit bad offshore. Uh, the sharks meaning uh, ones that are, when you get the tunas that run down deep on the line, the sharks are attacking them and getting and eating them off the line. Now, that's, we're talking about 35 or 40 miles offshore, but that is an issue. If, you, if you're lucky, though, it's not uncommon to come in with a box full of fish. Um, some of the guys down in Hatteras doing some bottom fishing for tilefish, sea bass, a lot of triggerfish. It's been a good year on what is one of my favorite eat fish, which is the triggerfish. And our inshore boats um, might you might be something you want to consider, or a waterman's trip, which is one of the inshore boats that takes you and your family and goes crabbing and gill netting, and, and you do the life of a waterman for half a day, and the kids love it. You drag a shrimp net, you pull a crab pot. Um, but your inshore boats are a great bargain. Uh, half a day trip, not quite as strenuous. Take the kids down to the dock in the evening and uh, any of the major marines, let them see these big world-class fish coming in. It's the cheapest free entertainment on the Outer Banks. Great week coming up for fishing. Got a little bit of rain squalls over the weekend, but it doesn't look like much wind in the forecast. I think our weather is going to be quite, uh, you know, manageable for fishing. Um, just wanted to make that point. Uh, real quick, Marty, <laughs> offshore-wise, it seems like out of Hatteras, the billfish action is starting to pick up a little bit. Well, that's it's true, and it's a little bit of an increase. Um, we're fixing to see a big increase when you get a couple hundred boats fishing the Big Rock Blue Marlin Tournament. Um, that'll begin first part of next week. Saturday is the ladies' tournament. Down that way for a one-day tournament, they're going to get a lot, a lot of... Uh, 
exploring, a lot of fishing around, a lot of big bait drug, looking for that fish that might be worth a million dollars. Or more, you never know. Never know. It is Captain Marty. It is also the OBX Fish Cast, and this drops every Friday. Don't miss that. Marty, thank you so much. Have a great day. This is the OBX Fish Cast. I'm Jody O'Donnell. We drop this show every Friday, and right now it's the segment we call Tips with Tony. Tony Lombardi, walkingangler.com, also a frequent contributor to the Captain Marty Brill Fishing Guide, as well as the Saturday Fishing Show on 94.5 WCMS and Beach 104, which you can catch from 6.30 to 8.30 each Saturday morning. Tony, today we're talking bait, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to talk about some saltwater baits and kind of how they work. You know, this is probably the second most frequent question um, that we're asked. Uh, about what bait to use on what species of fish. And and the simple answer is it, it depends. Uh, just like the number of species that we have out there, there's dozens of types of bait that we can use in our saltwater environment. Uh, some work better than others, but and then others are just for a general use. So let's talk about three different baits quickly. There's live bait, there's fresh bait or natural, and then there's artificial or synthetic bait. And each type has its place in our arsenal. So first, let's talk about some live baits, Jody. All right. They're the most productive. They're most productive. Uh, most saltwater species are likely to choose a live bait over any other. So some of the examples are live shrimp, sand fleas, crabs, some small bait fish, clams, and, and plenty of different worms. Now, you know, the reason a living bait is best is because it's, number one, alive. And it causes some type of vibration, a special sound, and it has that natural scent that attracts just about any predator. So, you know, live baits, again, are typically the most productive and should be the preferred bait. And, and they're typically available in our waters, um, uh, but you have, to, you have to take a little bit of time to catch them. So, you know, that's one thing that, that uh, uh, would uh, conflict on using, say, like, maybe live shrimp, because those are kind of hard to catch by the average angler. So the next one, Jody, is, is fresh or natural baits. Now, they also work real well. Now, some examples of those are the bag shrimp we find at our tackle shop, frozen squid, cut mullet, or, or you know, some other types of, of frozen baits that you, you find, um, you know, available locally. Some of the natural baits can be found in individual packages and sometimes, like squid, in larger frozen packs. Now, Fresh baits also come in the form of whole uh, mullet, and, and you find them in the tackle shops. And, and, that's, and that's a great place to pick up a good, fresh piece of bait. And you know it's fresh because it's never been frozen. Now, they should, uh, the anglers should prefer the freshest bait as possible and try to avoid using any type of frozen bait or anything that was previously frozen. Uh, and the reason is, is that it loses that the scent or the attractiveness of that. But, again, a lot of times that's the only bait we get to use. And we want to try to use the freshest, even if it was frozen. Now, one thing about your fresh baits, that's a single-use, one-day-use bait. Once you freeze it and you use it the second day, again, it loses its freshness and it loses its scent. And then finally, Jody, the artificial baits, and we find them in the tackle shops in small packages. Those are our synthetic like fish bites, uh, fish bites, uh, soft plastic worms, or imitation or or fake fish-like lures. You know those are also very productive. 
because they have that action. There's action, and a long time, a, a, a lot of times, they have that staying power, that longevity, uh, where where one of the tooth uh, type uh, fish go after a bait or an artificial, they're not going to take it off of your hook. So those are all those are all real good. But if you're going to buy those artificial, make sure you get the pre-scented ones. So that's kind of important. Um, so those are my three types of baits. There is a good uh, good rule that I always follow, is that is it ask the ta- the tackle shop professionals before going out which one of those baits work best. Let them help you determine which bait is going to give you the best opportunity for success. Don't be afraid to change up. Don't be afraid to 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 try a fresher piece or an artificial piece. So we go back to the question, what bait works best, Jody? Yes. Well, all of them do under dirt, certain circumstances. So and as an angler, you know, your ability to find the correct one when targeting certain species can really increase your success rate. And the old saying is, you know, when you're using bait, you want to try to match the hat. So if you see shrimp in the water, try to use shrimp. If you see minnows in the water, try to use minnows. If you see debris floating, you know, pieces of fish, use the fish bait. So those are the three types of bait that are available to us and work best in uh, in our saltwater environment. Well, Tony, I know you're a man on the move. Of course, you can find your stuff at walkingangler.com. But when it comes to those fish bites, the, the artificial bait, I mean, they are good in that they will stay on your hook. They are. There's two types of fish bites. Uh, there, there's one that's that's last, uh, long-lasting, and then one that has a, a more aggressive scent. So it really de- 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 depends on what type of species you're targeting uh, and then who's, who's fishing. Uh, you know, if you, if you bring your kid fishing, uh, a lot of times they're not as sensitive to a bite, so you want to get the long-lasting. So uh, a bait fish or, you know, a small pinfish or pigfish doesn't take that um, fish bite off. But then if you're really targeting something, you know, that's hard to catch, you want to have that high-scented fish bite. So look at the packaging. There's two different types. There's one that's going to have a high scent, and the other's going to be long-lasting. And so you want to pick the one that's going to work best for you. I was going to say, the long-lasting can be good if you're taking some younger kids because they don't have to mess with the bait that much. Exactly. And and the the long-lasting has a mesh inside the the, uh, fabric itself. Which which actually attaches to the hook, and it stays on the stays on the hook a lot longer. Tony, I also know you like to do some crabbing. When it comes to crabbing, what's your favorite crab attractant? <laughs> well, I I like a chicken back. Uh, it just seems like I can put a little piece of string on there, and I can set it out in in really one of the sound waters. Uh, I can get my net, and I can slowly bring it in. And you know, Jody, in our waters, we can fill a basket in no time with, uh, you know, just doing the simple process of, they call it chicken necking. You know, throw a piece of chicken out there, attach to a a small piece of string, and retrieve it slowly. And typically you're going to find not one, but maybe two or three crabs on that uh, chicken back. 
No doubt about it. I've been talking to Tony Lombardi, walkingangler.com, and frequent contributor to the Captain Marty Fishing Guide, which is out now in various tackle shops and other locales in the area, and also on the Captain Marty Extended Edition of the Other Side of Fishing, which we air 6.30 to 8.30 each Saturday morning on Beach 104 and 94.5 WCMS. Tony, thanks so much for being part of the OBX Fishcast. Thanks, Jody. Have a great day. This has been the OBX Fishcast. I'm Jody O'Donnell. Thanks again to Captain Marty Brill and Tony Lombardi for dropping by the OBX Fishcast. Again, new one will come out again next Friday, but the information on this one is going to help you out no matter what. Again, OBX Fishcast. Catch it right here. I'm Jody O'Donnell.